Turkey Call All Access, the official podcast of the National Wild Turkey Federation. Turkey Call All Access is a digital campfire where the host and guests discuss topics of the day, conservation efforts, tips and techniques to better your experiences of field, and to share our members' stories. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back and enjoy the show. So this is our holiday special. Yay! With us is our crack team of social media experts, Gabby Bates, Gilbert Randolph, the uh, the engineer of this here podcast. You guys in the audience finally getting to see here Gilbert in, in the flesh. Most of you, if you've been around for a couple of years, you know Gabby, but we'll reintroduce Gabby to the audience. Gabby, what's your job with the National Wild Turkey Federation? I am the digital media manager. I run all the social media accounts here. So, so yeah, it's fun. If someone's got a not so colorful or nice thing to say, just remember Gabby's seen it first. So this <laughs> exactly. is the holidays. We're, if, we're all about being nice and polite. She's like the Santa Claus of our social media accounts. That's right. She she sees everything and knows what you've she been has, up to. She has <laughs> a list of people. A naughty list as long as it's still <laughs> a naughty list. That's great. Gilbert, how um, you just uh, joined the team not so long ago. What is your official title in uh, beyond the uh, the Wizard of Oz here behind the curtain on the podcast? So I am a digital media specialist. Um, and I work with Gabby to help manage our social media accounts. And of course, with Fred to um, produce the podcast and kind of a whole other little gamut of things that we're kind of whatever we need to do for for our social media stuff. We all wear very many hats here at the Federation. So that, uh, that that helps us get that that 86 cents on every dollar, 87 cents. Where are we is that where we're at now? 86 cents on that. So that's a, that's a pretty big number. So um, I am pulling up. So the purpose of this, this is the off week uh, production here, but we want to bring to you our holiday gift guide for your, uh, your shopping season pleasure. This is a fun, fun chat. We're just going to go around the horn here and uh, see what we've got here and See what's good for stocking stuffers for the the turkey hunter in your life uh, from from a few different perspectives here and maybe maybe some gifts that ought to stay right on the shelf and maybe no don't hit that buy now button. So uh, nothing on nothing on the gift guide. But. Nothing on the gift guide. So I mean right up front here <laughs> we got a what do we got here an expedition fixed blade knife. This is a gift under thirty bucks. That's a great stocking stuffer. I like a, a fixed blade knife. Especially without a case in the in the stocking, that yeah. that's really helpful. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. All, all things safety first. <laughs> Get a case. It probably comes with a case. I like a fixed blade <laughs> knife. There, uh, well, you you guys both had successful deer seasons. Uh, I did too. So you know, what's your take on the close it or fixed blade with a full tang all the way through the handle on the knife? I like it. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm all about like I'm terrible about losing knives. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can I'll get like people give me knives and I'll be walking through the woods and and freaking drop them and then, you know, heartbroken. So I like something that I can like like when I went on my my deer hunting trip, I I had it strapped to the buckle of my backpack yeah. because if I, I knew if I had it anywhere else, it would it would 100% get lost. And especially a folding knife. 
clip it to your pants, it's a hundred percent gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Gabby, what's your take on the, the fixed blade knife? I like it. I think it looks pretty cool. I think it's a perfect gift for the hunter on your list. Everyone could use a knife. Yeah. <laughs> and I think for the exact reasons Gilbert just said, like we're always losing them. Losing them. Yeah. And the gut hook. I had never used a gut hook before until this year. Yeah. And it blew my, I always thought it was like the dumbest thing. I was yeah, like, come, come on. on, you guys can't, can't use a knife to gut a deer. And then, you know, I tried it and I was like, oh my God, what have I been doing my entire life? I feel like, I feel like you're either pro or anti gut hook. I don't think there's a in between on the gut <laughs> hook. You got people that, that have been at it for a while and think just like you, Gilbert. Uh, I think it kind of an unnecessary thing, like an appendix just kind of is there um, kind of doesn't really serve a, a really great purpose other than just using the knife for what it is. And then some people swear by it and that's, that's, you know, they process their deer pretty quick, at least field dress it. I like the fixed blade option myself. When it comes to knives, I, I get nervous with all the moving parts. And if you over exercise a, a, a tool like that, especially in the field, Man, I'd hate to be elbow deep up inside a deer cavity and have that sucker snap shut on me. You know, things happen. Things mm -hmm. things fail. Tool, tools fail. Nothing's a guarantee in this world. So um, it's an inherently challenging and at times dangerous process, especially when you're you're processing large game and you lose sight of your your digits and all the important things God gave us here, right? So uh, it's enough to go by feel in there and, and know that you're getting ready to move all them parts and going up inside the throat and, you know, all that comes with that, that dissection process. I personally like a smaller blade, nothing too big that's going to nick uh, meat uh, or my mm -hmm. meat, <laughs> right, when I'm up in there. So uh, this is a great option here. I, I like it. The Cabela's... Expedition fixed blade knife. It's got a uh, $24.99 MSRP on it. So that's not a, a budget buster. It's a, and like Gabby said, a fantastic stocking stuffer with safety precautions in mind. Get that case. Yeah, get the case. Get the case. I've got this other cool knife um, by a company and it, it's, it's a hinged job. So technically it's when it's whatever condition it's in, uh, it has two cutting blades. And it's always fixed, but that when I go to exercise that and I go from the pointy end to this, uh, it's very much like a, a beaver skinning knife. So it's got this Ooh. rounded beveled edge, but it just zips right up. It kind of acts like a gut hook. Um, anyway, right, it's it's a fine tool. I've had it for a number of years, but again, that that one piece always kind of freaks me out, especially when I'm I'm transitioning from one one tool to the next. I'm afraid it's going to come down on my finger. So anyway, I digress. Next up. Another good so we're we're in the the below thirty buck deal here, and so there's a new line of Yeti uh, cool color tumblers and accoutrements. So Gabby, we've got the uh, Yeti lowball tumbler MSRP of sub twenty bucks. Nice gift. Yeah, this is probably like my favorite one on the list. Mm. You can't go wrong with the Yeti tumbler. It's perfect for coffee. It's perfect for a bourbon drink around the fire in the winter. Um, Smegnog. Um, yes. I personally love the Yeti low ball tumbler and it's easy to carry around. You don't have this bulky thing you're carrying around all day long. I like it. I think it's the perfect gift for the hunter on your list. 
Yeah. What's your take on the lowball tumbler there, Gilbert? I mean, the name's perfect. It's 20 bucks. It's a lowball tumbler. You know, you want to keep it cheap. That's that's my style. Um, now, I, I mean, um, I have way too many coffee cups as it is. And I feel like you get like a free uh, you get a free tumbler with everything. So it, it would be something where, where it's like I have to collect all of my all of my cheap tumblers, get rid of them and then just have a nice Yeti one. Just have one. I feel like if you want to just have like you're like, this is my designated tumbler. I'm going to get rid of all of the like random Microsoft and things you get at <laughs> freaking runs, you know. They just like, here, you want another steel object to place on your shelf? Expo swag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you just gotta get get that that one quality item and just I think uh you can pull it out at any time. Sizing on it, I, I've always liked the the low ball since they've come out with them. Um as as far as a responsible enjoyment of your adult beverages, it doesn't commit you to a uh, a big old gulp with a 32 ounce. so i mean if you're gonna pour it you better finish it right you're kind of committed so this 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 is a no matter what you're putting in it take it low and slow um what to your point here at the federation we love our tumblers members love them banquet goers love them uh we certainly like to promote them with our membership drives it's just it's a nice it's a nice piece of uh equipment uh hunt camp in the kitchen you know traveling every day going to the office so to your point i think it's great to refresh these every now and again you can inside these lids there's a i don't know what the right term is it's a big rubber uh gasket i guess right like a ring. Yeah, yeah so everyone who's used a yeti or another brand you know big frig good partner of ours um they they got these gaskets inside, but you got to there's some maintenance that needs to be done, because if you use these things over and over again, even if you put them through the dishwasher, um, dirt collects inside there and there's mildew buildup. Uh, so if you don't want to get sick, you know, it's a good idea. It's always a good idea to take these things apart, clean them out, get a good disinfectant on it. But if you're getting new ones and they're under 20 bucks, recycle the old ones and now you got your new one. You don't have to worry about uh learning the nomenclature of a, of a yeti product there in the tumbler but always a good idea to change those out i like the look of them and if you do want to get sick you know you can just not clean them ever yeah yeah well and, I, it depends on what you're putting in there yeah. too right i mean if you put enough uh, high <laughs> test in there it's kind of going to kill whatever you're swilling right old milk you know yeah, old milk yes Why i not? had a buddy that uh <laughs> i don't know if he ever washed it but he drank his his coffee and his coffee looked like mud all the time and that's mm. what that, you know, when you put spaghetti in a, a Tupperware, it's ruined no, forever. It's always it. yeah. orange. That's what his, that's what his tumbler looked like. It was stained mm. brown mud. Permanent brown. It's my favorite color. <laughs> I feel like it ruined, ruined the taste, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It taste to it. It's like cast iron. You just, you're seasoning season that, it. Baby. Is that a thing? Do we season <laughs> the Yeti tumblers? <laughs> So there's your low ball. I was putting soap on one of those, and that was a bad idea. What did you put in I it? Not put, I tried to put, so I had a cast iron pot, and I went to go, like, pour Dawn soap on it. Mm. No. <laughs> I got cussed out. That's another, that's another episode for another time that we'll definitely pull Gilbert in on, but uh, do not <laughs> attack the cast iron with the Dawn. Uh, Yeti low ball tumbler. 
that's there for your enjoyment. They came out with a bunch of new colors, so you can check that out. Oh, look, look, look. Right in my wheelhouse here, the uh, NWTF charcoal hat cap with a leather patch. This is on our e-com site, shopnwtf.org. And between now and uh, 17th of December, we're offering free shipping on orders of $49 or more. So nice little plug there for the e-commerce site, your new NWTF online shopping experience. The good caps. I will caution you. There is a, we've, we've talked about it before supply chain woes across the globe. So some caps on the shopnwtf.org site uh, are available. Some are not. Uh, and there's just uh, simply nothing we can do about it until we can, we can source them. But yeah, I got a closet full of hats. We like our hats at NWTF as well. <laughs> we got lots of caps. So it's a fresh looking cap. Got no, nothing bad to say about it. Yeah. I like it. I think you could dress it up or dress it down. The leather patch to me really makes it stand out. I've got one on order. I don't I got I think the one that I got's like a navy or a man, it might be gray. I it I have to check and see, but I picked one of those up. It's uh we got a lot of cool new lifestyle items coming up. So uh we get beyond the holidays, certainly uh, if you're heading to Nashville to convention, uh, on-site turkey shop is going to have some really cool stuff, new, um, and 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 some really current models, uh, designs, and 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 styles that um, I think our audience has been looking for. There you go, right there. Gilbert's got it on. Is that the landscape oh, key there? Oh, sure is, is, man. Look at that there. Oh, yeah. Nice. One of our newer shirts. But uh, yeah, you know we're we're taking a. Uh, Taking the online shopping experience in a different direction and offering stuff that, you know, our our, our membership is, is looking for. So uh, you're going to be able to see that at convention and then whatever is at convention that's not on our e-commerce site will be uh, will be coming to e-com right after convention. So um, good stuff there. We still have our Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals going on. So like, yeah, the, they continue. Uh I'm not sure where we're at in the offerings uh, there. If you're on there and you're spending more than a $150, you'll be able to add an NWTF membership to your cart. That's a given. Uh, But if you, if you're doing the hundred dollar option, you can choose a hunt stand or a uh, Onyx membership for a year. Those are on a first come first serve basis. There's 150 of the Onyx and there was 200 available the hunt stand, which is a fantastic segue into our next item, uh, is a hunt stand pro subscription. Um, so you could buy that straight up. That's a $30 annual membership there. Uh, or you can go on to e-com and get you some more stocking stuffers and, and lifestyle gear and, and get one of those for free. I'm a subscriber of both. I like hunt stand and I like Onyx, but the hunt stand uh, the tool I use the most is the hunt zone. It gives me hunt my zone. wind direction. It gives me a wind forecast uh, where I hunt in a very populated area of, of New England. It's nice because it gives me a, a pretty damn good close understanding of where 100 yards is. And uh, if you're not know. hunting on your own property, you have to be 100 yards or more away from a dwelling or a compact zone uh, to, and to hunt legally. So that's a nice feature that I, I'm constantly using to make sure my distances are good and I'm legal where I'm hunting. Where are you at on the hunt stand, Gilbert? 
Um, I mean, there there are a lot of like cool features about any of those apps. Like, I think the uh, one of the best things about them is it's just dropping pens and like being able to to be like, hey, you know, saw this here, saw this there, um, and then especially like if you get into like weird intersections of private and public land, it's there's some wacky. It'll just be like there'll be like a random L shape of like private land that just like pokes into public land. And if you're public land hunting, like I do, um, you know, it's especially out sometimes west, right? you're that's not. A, that's marked. a pretty prominent issue going on. I think right now in Wyoming, there's some, and I'm just learning about it. Corner crossing is a, is oh, a big yes. buzzword right now, right? So corner crossing is is literally you have four squares that intersect at a point. What is that? Are you technically trespassing if you cut over? So you're going from one piece of public to the next by way of this very small, perfect, you know, 10 grid coordinate spot. Like you could probably just literally step over. I'm exaggerating. I don't really know. And I don't want to go to that level. But by all intents and purposes, it looks like it's a very small piece of land. You're going from public jumping over this intersection. What's uh? You, I I know you're dialed in in that stuff, Gilbert. Tell me about about that and how something like hunt stand could could help you on that, or at least keep you out I, of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I would say I'm I'm dialed on that, but like, yeah, like the whole the whole legal question is it's a it's silly, is what it is. Is you have in you know intersecting pieces of land, and the question is when you step from one corner to the other, do your arms or something enter private property, which is frankly ridiculous. And it, it seems that kind of the the people that um, are against corner crossing, they have some vested interest in not allowing other public land hunters to access um, whatever land because they have, you know, that might be, you know, it connects to their land and they, they don't want other people hunting there. They want to have that access without other people having it, which is, of course, like- you know. This is like landlocked pieces, like if there's a piece of public that's surrounded by privately held and the only way to access it is this corner. Yeah, I think that's that's usually the issue. Like I there's a there's a spot um, that I really enjoy that I trap, but um, it's hilarious because there is a um, there's a section of of the conservation area that is separated by a river that is most of the time of the year, not navigable. You can't cross it. Like I've crossed it when it's super low in the winter wearing waders. Um, but that's the only way to get into that area. And that is where all the turkeys are. That's where the deer are. Like they know, you know, and, and so it's like, you know, beginning of deer season or spring turkey season, like fat chance, unless you want to drag a kayak, and launch it down like an extremely steep mud bank, you know, and then hope that you can cross in time to like a good crossing spot. It's just like, you know, and then it's surrounded by private on, on all other sides. So it's just this weird, like, I don't know, you know, they, they, whenever they bought that land, that's just, I guess how the deed went and there's no private access, there's no public access from any reasonable spot. Oh, Hans, Dan, you know, at, at a very minimum, and that's what's what's great about these apps is the depth of these things is, is they go deep and they do so much. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface with a lot of them, but that's how I use them. I don't, you know, here in the east, the northeast, it doesn't um, 
I don't get that. I don't have to get that wacky with it because our land sharing traditions are and laws are different. Um, but hey, it's a valuable piece of equipment for you know 30 bucks. Again, there another great stocking stuffer, you know, something like that to uh to get you going. So there's the hunt stand pro subscription that we're recommending. Uh, let's see here. The Mossy Oak Performance Turkey Zip Shirt. Another one under 30 bucks. Performance Turkey. I feel like that name just has like the perfect radio. It's to be said in a radio voice. What was say it again? I missed it. The Mossy. I feel like that that T-shirt name should be said in a radio voice. Oh, yeah. You know, Mossy Oak Performance Turkey Zip Shirt. Performance Zip Shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect layer for hunting gobblers. Yeah. What's bad to say about this here, man? I mean, turkey season's hot. It is hot. And it's to me, I have one of those and it's so light. It's easy to move around in. doesn't make a lot of noise. You can save it for teal season, you know, anything yeah, that's like man. archery. I definitely dove hunt mine. You got to base layer it up in most of the places early season and, and uh, turkey season, even in the spring. So, you know, having a, it's crazy, man, especially up here where I'm at. I mean, you can go from a, you can go from having frost on the ground in early May to by, by the time noon comes around, you're, you're sweating, you're soaked. So it's, mm-hmm. you know. Always base layers are a great piece of equipment and they, you know, they're not just for gobbler season. That's a great uh, early archery season. Like you said, dove season in August, you know, that's good option, man. It's a nice camo pattern. Looks good. It's true. It's great for, uh, if you're morale hunting, being sneaky, trying to, trying to hide your spots. Are you hiding <laughs> from Smurfs? It's toadstool. You- <laughs> I'm hiding from other people. Oh, I don't oh, know where my uh, morale spots yeah, we don't are. do that much around here. We got random Chantrell uh, areas, black trumpets late in the summer. Like this year was cool because it was super wet and mushrooms everywhere. Normally we don't, we don't mm-hmm. get that. So you don't have to hide. It's not like a predominant thing around up in this neck of the woods down by you guys though. It's, that's a thing. People go crazy for morels down here. Isn't that like, especially during Turkey season too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like April. Usually it's like April. Is like a real good time for like mid Missouri. I never thought of a a camo need for mushroom. (laughs) You can't be going out there and freaking hunter orange people, you know, walk out of the woods with a giant bag of morels and everybody's like, oh, I see you got some. Where'd you get them? That's like up here. It's uh, fiddleheads. Oh, people get intense about fiddleheads. Crazy intense about fiddleheads. (laughs) Like, I think. Don't quote me on this, but I think in Maine you can harvest them and then sell them. So there's a ooh, there's a there's a there's a income issue there as well for some it's folks. Cutthroat, yeah, yeah. It's like the truffle hunter people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You seen that freaking black market truffles? Yeah, chaga used to be a thing, and then the market <laughs> fell out on it, and there were people with thousands of pounds of rock hard mushrooms in their basement. <laughs> but well, man. Things come and go. Hey, another good segue. Talking about mushroom hunting and, and gathering the uh, the complete guide to hunting, butchering, butchering, and cooking wild game by Stephen Ranilla of Meat Eater. It's a good book. It's 
still under can't 30 bucks. You can't go wrong with a cookbook, mm-hmm. especially uh, for honor. I mean, and Steve Ranella, I, I mean, his recipes are like legit. Mm. And they're accessible, right? You don't have to go, like go to some crazy farmer market and source all these foreign, you know, really uh, <laughs> nuanced items to complete a dish. <laughs> Three and a half tablespoons of cardamom. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> we just, uh, you guys just ran a. Cheese store, can I find that? <laughs> exactly. You guys just ran a great promotion uh, in the last couple of months. Some cooking contests we had, and you know, we're we're doing this stuff year round. So, I mean, you could. This is a, a gift that keeps on giving throughout the year. Well, as long as you got supplies, I guess. As long as you get enough turkey or venison or whatever that looks like in your freezer. <laughs> You guys don't have that problem this year. Man, no. Having like a book in front of you to get a recipe from is so much easier than your phone because like either my phone dies while I'm in the middle of cooking a recipe or it like I'm having to like constantly hit the screen so I can like scroll right to find the recipe. But like a book, you can just set it right there in front of you and follow the directions. So I prefer a book. I, I'm with you. And I hate uh Cause I do a fair bit of baking and cooking around here myself. I quite enjoy it. Um, all the daggone pop-ups, man. Yeah. And then I got to <laughs> scroll incessantly for at least a minute to get to the actual friggin' recipe. Yes. Steps. No wonder why your, your recipe turned out to be so terrible. And then it's like, you save this recipe. Do you want to? No, man, I just want to read it and I want to cook it. I don't need all the extras. Well, they got to tell you the, you know, the background of the story and the background of their grandmother and, you know, all of that extra stuff. (laughs) This recipe I found in an old barn on top of a hill in Virginia in 1975. (laughs) I just need the ingredients and the one, two, three, four, five. That's exactly right. And Stephen, uh, Stephen's book will do that. That it will. I celebrate a lot of his his cookbooks and his other uh, ponderings. Uh, it's very easily uh, read. It's, uh, you know, it's not lawyer speak. There's not a lot of complicated uh, cooking nuance. It's, it's for every guy and gal to pick up and, and do just like Gabby said, give me the one, two, three and, and go. Yeah, it's good. I used to, I used to work at a bookstore and on my lunch breaks, I would, he, we had um, this one and his other small game, book and i would grab grab it off the shelf and read it when i when i was on my lunch break which is you know perks of working at a bookstore so you you stole intellectual property is what you're saying i did yeah shamelessly (laughs) no book in your stocking gilbert just coal yeah (laughs) no that's good stuff uh there's so many different cookbooks out there but um, meat eater stuff is at this point, I mean, cripes have been around for so long. It kind of stands the test of time. I mean, all of it does, but I felt like, uh, over all the cookbooks I've collected, a lot of their stuff is, like I said, it's, it's very accessible and it's not real hard. I picked up some wild game cooking stuff where it's like, you got to have this whole collection of like Gabby was saying, you know, cast iron that's been seasoned over a, a friggin' century, or you got to have this Dutch oven. Like I'm not cooking in a Dutch oven, man. Yeah, I'm not going to go outside no. and get all these coals that have been burning for half a day or put a Dutch oven in my, I mean, I'd like to, I just, I don't have the, the time to spend on that. it. Yeah. It's very break romantic. Out the I'm, not, I'm not turning any of it down. Cause I, if you're cooking that way and I'm in camp, I'm gladly going to eat all of it and enjoy it. 
my eight to five job five days a week doesn't allow me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a whole day just to season a new piece of cast iron well, for another show. All right, we're tearing it up. Uh, this is to show the turkey hunter in your life that you actually care about them and you're going to go over 30 bucks. I'm kidding. Uh, TSS loads, specifically here, the federal premium TSS loads. Great gift if you find them. For real, I'm, I, I feel like it's like get your turkey loads now because yeah. good luck finding them in the spring. It's like buying gold and silver. I mean that. The, the intrinsic value of these items and they will only continue to go up in value to the point I, uh, I did that. I, I bought a bunch of my stuff early on, uh, especially for last Turkey season. I might've shot two loads and ran some other stuff with another choke just because I wanted to hold on to it, given what, what was going on in the world. And it's crazy how, you know, current events, they shape so much of, a uh, thing like turkey hunting. That being said, please don't buy 10 boxes. <laughs> just, just don't do that. I think most places are like a two box <laughs> limit. Man, not not here. I was I was in Walmart the other day and a guy I was I was looking at his I was this year. I was like, I'm going to waterfowl hunt. I'm going to I want to shoot a goose, you know, and I cannot find ammo. I have a 20 gauge and it's like they've got everybody's got 16 gauge and 28 gauge and 10 gauge sometimes 12 gauge, but nobody's got 20 gauge and they like go to Walmart. Cause sometimes like Walmart around my area, they'll just have like a random treasure trove of ammo. Yeah. You're like, what the heck? Like Walmart. And you know, I walk in and some dude, there's like, it's like eight shot target loads. And he just like rolls up and grabs the entire like line off the shelf, puts it in the cart. I'm like, dude, what, it, what are you doing with like, 15 boxes of eight shot target loads. Going to keep I looters mean. away. That's, I mean, a lot of the motivation <laughs> during, you know, COVID uh, and still ongoing is this, you know, there was a lot of civil unrest and uh, you had, you know, your everyday walkabout folks, definitely non-hunters um, that, you know, decided they needed some sort of protection, not very educated in what they were buying, but knew as long as I point and I'm able to shoot, I'm going to have some sort of defense. Uh, highly recommend. I don't know if it's on here. I'm scrolling down here. And I don't believe it is, but uh, there's nothing wrong with giving the new shooter in your life a safety course. Highly mm. recommend it wherever you're at. Uh, if you got it local, that's a great get uh, for a stocking stuff for gift certificate. Um, so you stop buying my turkey loads for home defense, please, for the love of God. Uh, <laughs> I guess it'll work, <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, heck, man, in a pinch, it'll work. So a rock and a stick. But, you know, I look, I'm not making rock fun of it. I don't want to make light of it. It's it's a serious thing. And home defense is nothing to, to <laughs> joke about. But you want the right stuff. Uh, turkey loads, probably not the, the best stuff. But uh, anyway, I digress. So the 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 federal premium loads, great stuff. I'm a uh, big fan of it. Used it. Killed plenty of gobblers with it. And uh, I feel like they keep getting better with it. So... Uh, up next on the hit parade here. Ooh, the Groove Life Groove Belt. Uh, this is marketed for uh, the fellas uh, without a backside. Mm. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of flat sitters out there Dude. doing the Groove Belt. 
You have that problem, Fred? I do not. No, no, I, I don't. I am the, uh, you know, God bless me in different ways. I do not need the groove belt, though. I dig it. Um, it's got the, the, uh, the, um, what? Well, it's not like Teflon, but it's like, it's got that, that grippy, uh, material there. So it's not, uh, it keeps everything in place where it's supposed to be. So they, uh, we've done stuff with them, uh, on the rings. I like, I like the Teflon rings there. The rubber rings are great for, you know, working out safety reasons. If you're working in the trades, they climbing in tree stands, all of a sudden you hear about fellas falling out of tree stands. They must reach up to get grab. And all of a sudden their, their whole finger has been flayed. It's disgusting. Ooh. Um, but those safety rings that Groove Light had, and, you know, I think, I think we can look forward to seeing some new items there, but definitely the belts. I mean, same family. So, uh, and they support, they do a lot of good supporting of, of conservation. So I've not had experience with the groove life belt, but I, I dig it. It's, it's sharp looking. Yeah, holding your pants up while you're supporting conservation, right? Hold your pants up while you're supporting conservation. I dig it. In WTF. <laughs> it's also the belt for, uh, for the discount pants shopper. You know, if you if you just like see a perfect pair of pants, but it's like maybe an inch or two too big, you're a 34 and it's a 36. But you're like, God, I got to have those pants. Good thing I've got my your groove life, life belt. belt. Yes. Yeah. So you're, you could indulge all season right now, right? It's the holidays. We're eating good food, eating rich food. And then you could decide you want to run the next NWTF 5K coming up this spring. Lose a bunch of it, but don't want to get rid of those new pants. Groove life, baby. It's a belt for those who think ahead. Buckle in. I love it. Uh, <laughs> more cooking. I feel like everything is very food centric here. I'm, I'm getting hungry as we're doing this. Up next is our NWTF barbecue set. Mm. That's a nice set. That's also mm. on shop NWTF.org. A lot of, it's just a lot of cooking tools. What do we got here? The basting brush. The basting brush. The pine cones do not the come most, with it. Most underappreciated cooking item. Do tell. Do tell. Why? Why? Why are you the big fan of the the basting brush? Because what else are you going to baste with your fingers? Like you know your toothbrush or something? Like you know you're like putting on a glaze. You got to put on a glaze. You know. So I know these. The I see these. You your walls with. <laughs> so there's fellas right in barbecue land poisoning. taking them big slop. Well, I don't even know what the right terminology is. They look like a uh, something that your your high school janitor cleaned the floors with. Those mop heads. <laughs> a mop head? And that's what they, For real? they do all their barbecuing with. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Yeah. I don't know if it's really a mop head, but yeah, the basting brush is a good tool. I like, I, I like the, the delicate. Just Oh, the, the yeah. God's like fork. A good fork with long, long forks. The reason being is because I cook on high people. I'm not I'm not the world's greatest barbecue guy. That's why I've taken to the smoking thing. I love the smoking deal. Kind of that old Ronco say, set it and forget it. Right. Mm. But uh, I'm kind of fellow early on. I, I could turn a hamburger into a hockey puck because everything was just on high. The hotter, the better. <laughs> so I want I needed that long reach to get in there. Otherwise, I burn the hair off my hands. It was so damn hot. <laughs> but I just I just equated high heat to cooked meat. Not always the case. High heat is cooked meat. It it's a nice set there. I it's like got it. the new logo uh, on the, the wooden case. So nice wooden case. Dude. Yeah. The wood. 
it instills trust in the people you're cooking for. You break that thing out. You know what you're doing when you're carrying that thing. At least you're going to fake it till you make it on this one. You look like it anyway. You have to put it back in the right order, though, because if you like open it up and it all just kind of like falls out, you have then lost that established trust. You laugh about that, but I take that very seriously. <laughs> I, I, that is a truth, man. Everything has a place and in its place. And if that basting brush is not where it's supposed to be, then it's been relegated to the that one drawer in your house that has the safety pins, the markers that are dried out, uh, a handful of rubber bands, and probably a couple of coupons from five years ago that have been expired. It's not a paintbrush and, for the kids. Don't don't lose your base brush, and you'll be able to keep it in that nice <laughs> wooden case. Mm-hmm. So there's a under hundred dollar get there, but it, it is a nice case. So uh, for the barbecue master in your life, uh, we're we're leveling up again. Up next, the big frig Badlands cooler, a little north of a hundred dollars, but yeah, you can't go wrong with a well insulated cooler. You just went on it. How would this have worked on your trip? You you guys, you and your buddies, Gilbert, just went backpacking. Oh, man. I, I'll i tell you what. Like, my, my coolers are so janky. I've got one of them has, like, it literally just has, like, a, like a smash hole. And I have no idea where it came from. But it just has a hole in the top. And it does not insulate very well. And, like, we went on a, we went on a four-and-a-half-day trip. And thankfully, the weather was such that I just hung my deer in camp, um, just skinned it and hung it. Um, and daytime ambient temperatures were were more than more than sufficient to keep it the meat safe. But the where it, where it really comes in is the pack out because right. um, it took all three of us flatlanders to uh, to pack out my deer, and we were like. <laughs> shaky legs like oh god make trying to make it up the hill like feel my back like oh oh, don't move and the way to do it would be a multiple day pack out where you can you know you can set some jugs of you know ice jugs in your in your cooler and they're gonna stay cold for a couple days and that way you can bring it back in trips and not worry about it getting hot that's i mean i i'm i've actually i'm looking for next year for a better system because my current cooler setup is definitely not sufficient. I feel like what's that when I see that 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 joke cooler the shitty or something like that I see all the time pop up. <laughs> I feel like you you embody that. It's <laughs> my spirit animal. I am a poorly insulating cooler. Yeah, yeah. Gabby, what's your take on the the big frig? I mean, yeah, you can't go wrong with a cooler. I mean, whether you're going to the beach, whether you're going hunting, whether you're going to a tailgate, buddy's house, just to drink a few beers, can't go wrong with a big frig Badlands cooler. And I'm sure it's sealed great. You know, you see those coolers that you put ice and beer in it on Monday, and then Saturday you still got ice and beer in it. Probably don't want the beer, but the ice is probably still there. I mean, yeah. I remember when this whole space, like, kind of came into to being right. And I remember looking at the prices and you know, same thing. Uh, who would, who and why? And, you know, I don't know. I get it now though, over the years of using them, uh, even, even up here in the North, a lot of the guys in the Northeast or Northwest or I don't need that, you know, a, a Coleman cooler, you know, you get at Walmart or something. 
plenty of all I need. I, you know, it's only warm two or three months out of the damn year. I don't I don't need that. And I, I would politely disagree because I, you know, what, like you said, entertaining or hunting. I'm going on a trip uh, a few four hours north and I got to bring all that stuff home. I mean, put a lot of effort into these hunts, into the harvest, whether it's, you know, turkeys, a multi-day turkey hunt over a bunch of different states and you're and you're driving. Uh, why would you take the risk of any of that? That precious meat spoiling. So I am a big fan of these. And like you said, Gabby, you know, the entertainment value of it, uh, kids, birthday parties and stuff. I have plenty of Capri Suns going there in the hot sun and not one kid <laughs> has to come in my house. <laughs> right out in the yard. All of it's out there, kids. Have at it. <laughs> Saving moms and dads sanity. What we got next? Lacrosse. NWTF Grange boot in Mossy Oak. Bottom mm. land on this one here. You have these, Gabby? Yes, and I absolutely love them. Um, the bottom, I've worn them so much that the bottom land has faded, so they just look like a pair of black boots. Um, but I love them. I wear them to deer hunting. I wear them to turkey hunting. I wear them to dove hunting. I wear them to take my dog out to the bathroom in. I mean, I wear these things all the time. Uh, and they're so easy to put on. You just slip them on walk out the door they're warm they're comfortable literally probably one of my favorite pairs of boots they do literally become like slippers like you have a good pair of rubber boots and it's just like yep i'm just gonna like why would i put on my hiking boots or my tennis shoes i have to tie stuff you just whoop pop them on i would agree i have these boots myself i've had them for a number of years like you gabby and uh I do a lot of uh, pressure washing of my home <laughs> in them. Great boot there. I also, uh, I do, I do a lot of Euro mounts for, uh, for friends and as a little side hustle. So when I'm out there power washing, uh, great boot for that too. But yeah, equally in the, in the field, it's a good boot. You know, I actually opted for rubber boots on my backpack hunt this year because, which was like a little bit of a, that was a little bit of a risky decision you know, cause we're climbing, you know, 1200 feet there, you know, what, whatever people that from like Montana are like 1200 feet. What are you talking about? Yeah. But like, you know, I'm like, Oh, a 1300 foot Ridge. Like that's, you know, but like a good pair of rubber boots, you can legit hike in them. And honestly, like usually their grips a little bit better than like some of like my hiking boots, my, they're nice hiking boots and the grips suck. And it's, then when you get down like into the into the gullies and stuff, you can just walk through the creek. You don't have to worry about getting your boots wet and getting cold. You know, you can walk through the river if you want to. You can go hunt the other side of the river. Like they're like, I'm completely sold on like hunting boots, rubber boots. You know, I don't want to hunt anything else. I went when I went hunting in New Mexico, turkey hunting in New Mexico. I mean, we were like hunting hills and stuff and everybody had on hiking boots and I had my lacrosse rubber boots. And I had no problems with them. Like, I absolutely loved hunting in them. To me, they're they're lightweight. They're easier to, to climb the mountain with. Um, I I loved hunting in them when I was in New Mexico. People looked at me like I had five eyes when I pulled up to the mountain with a pair <laughs> of rubber lacrosse boots. But hmm. I, I didn't have an issue with them. So. I like it for, for tick prevention. Now, it's not 100%, but mm. I pinch roll and tuck my pants in them and it helps mitigate ticks crawling up 
uh, especially up here in this area of the country where Lyme disease is so prevalent. And then, you know, down by you guys, that alpha gall, terrible Lone Star tick is moving around. So anything I can do to keep them little bastards off me is uh, is a good is <laughs> a good thing, man. And these boots oh, yeah. certainly uh, will will lend to that. Gilbert, this has got your name all over it. The oh. Gamekeeper Meets Wild Game Sampler Package. The tagline, well, not a tagline, but the description. Whether you are new to game meats or you've been cooking them for years, Gamekeeper Meats comes with the ultimate spread, which includes bison, duck, elk, pheasant, quail, rabbit, and boar. This all must be farmed, so full full disclosure, right? It's got to be. Uh, which doesn't take from away the UK. from it. It's just... Uh, like trying to think what anything in there that would be not like All maybe these are boar? able to be farmed legally boar probably boar may not be you know there is like there are some uh commercial you know hog trapping outfits you know in texas that do sell wild pigs to market i'm pretty sure they just have to like meet fda standards that's good but this looks uh, uh, wonderful i think the great thing about the, the steak that you can order yeah, your, your family it's the word right out of my mouth like the omaha steak for uh for, steak. for cooler kids oh yeah yeah, yeah. i like it it doesn't come with a cobbler for four but i'm digging what's here you could make a meat cobbler for four <laughs> for more <laughs> i've never had a meat cobbler a here, man. <laughs> i think what what i like about this is that um there's so many people who have, uh, you know, very potent fears about like wild game meat. They're, you know, they're like, oh, it's going to taste weird. It's blah, blah. And like, you know, this is like a great way to introduce people to be like, rabbit's really delicious. You know, quail is delicious. It does. Yeah. You know, it's not like going to give it's like you chicken. <laughs> yeah. Like you can, you can actually like let people taste some some different things. Um, and then you can, you can introduce your own game meats that you've, you know, caught yourself and people won't, maybe your family members will be less likely to be like, ah, I'm going to get toxoplasmosis huh. or whatever. <laughs> then you can give them, you know, something more adventurous. Like, Oh, that's a beaver. great, it's a great point. Um, especially if, you know, the hunters in your life are, are not so good. They don't have enough to, sh- to share. <laughs> I got a squirrel. <laughs> Some people need extra year. help, man. You know, it's, it's okay. Not every year is a banner year. Freezer. It still fills the freezer. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> that bacon looks phenomenal. That does look good. That looks good, man. Smoke ring on it. So you're under 200 bucks on that, but I mean... I mean, that's, I mean, think, reason it out. I mean, you go out to eat at a, a nice restaurant, four star or above, that's that featuring some of this wild, you know, wild game that they can, they can sell that's FDA approved. And, um, you know, that, that might be, that might be a dinner date right there. So, I mean, you're, you're feeding a lot of people with that. So that's not a, that's not a terrible price on that. And, and certainly you can spread that out. Oh, very cool. I like that. Oh, the killing time. Turkey vest from our friends at Nomad. It's a fan 
fantastic. Tur- you you guys will have to explain turkey vests to me because I have never used a turkey vest. What is the? Because I have like a duck coat and it's got little like shell holders and stuff in it, which is like awesome. But I've never used a turkey vest, so I don't. I don't know what the features are. I mean, I I can fill another three hours talking about the virtues of a good turkey vest and nomad. Probably spend a whole day yeah. just talking about every single feature on this vest yeah. because it is literally like um, something girl a Girl Scout would have. It does anything and everything you want it to do. It has uh, a cushion seat. It has a backrest. Mm. The compartment it has a. I believe this one has a thermosel pocket, like a pocket specifically designed for you to put your thermosel in. Um, That's all cool. like any type of call you have. It has the the you know the pouches for that. Um, it even has a spot where you can like carry out your harvest. I mean, it is like, you know, when, you know, the saying, like you brought everything, but the kitchen sink, mm-hmm. like literally <laughs> has everything, but the kitchen sink attached to it. Um, and it's easy adjustable. Like, you know, I, I struggle with turkey vests cause they seem to be so big on me, like adjusting the seat on it. Everything is just, it works out great. I absolutely love this. This is my favorite turkey vest I've ever had. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this one or maybe another, they because Nomad just keeps improving on the turkey vest scene, and 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 you know they, they say it's by hunters for hunters. It really is. I know we know the people that are putting the 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 grunt work into designing these and and testing them and putting them through the rigors of a, of a turkey season across the entire country. So. Um, I think this one has a, a morel sack on it that comes with a mushroom pack. Yeah. So you'll love that, oh. Gilbert. Oh, you sold me on yeah. that. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, that's on there. Uh, I think there's a, like a spot for your sunglasses. Exactly. Like, I love that. that. I, I oh, have always said, I you know, I've, the older I get, the less gear I need because I, I've gathered so much. But when I'm turkey hunting, I, I am a virtual mobile bass pro shops i've got it all (laughs) for everything for every weather for every wind situation like there's 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 a need and necessity for all of this so um you know sometimes if i'm not running and gunning that's my preferred method but you know sometimes you get in these situations especially in different parts of the country where you can't really do that so you have all your equipment you have all your stuff um and it's very well you know distributed the weights distributed the support systems are there um so you could you can go for a, a you know a full day or a half day whatever the the hunting hours are and 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 have literally everything at your at your fingertips right here on your chest, uh, and certainly being able to have your backside um, comfortable goes a long way. Early on in my turkey hunting career, I learned that um, when I started getting that itch to get up and move because I was uncomfortable because I'm sitting at the base of a bull pine and that root system has now worked its way into, into my glutes in a very uncomfortable way. <laughs> like, okay, now I'm going to get up and move because I'm just uncomfortable. But as long as you're comfortable, you can sit there. And uh, the adage I learned on was as soon as I start getting that feeling, uh, wait 20, 30 minutes. Cause that's probably when that Tom's going to come in anyway. So, you know, miss a lot of birds just by, by being uncomfortable and just getting up and moving. Right. I mean, the, the, the name of it says it all killing time. Yeah. Literally it's like the act of sitting against a tree and waiting for that, being patient and waiting for that gobbler to come in. 
that's kind of how we hunt out here in South Carolina. So it's not really run and gun here. Mm. It's more you sit against a tree and you're, you know, you do run and gun sometimes, but mostly it's sitting against the tree, being patient, calling and waiting for that gobbler to come in. And these turkey vests are like perfect. Yeah, they're very so comfortable and super suitable for, for turkey naps. And by turkey, turkey naps, naps, I mean the turkeys oh, yeah. aren't dying. It means I'm <laughs> racked out. <laughs> The uh, the game bags they they instituted with their their line of vests are fantastic as well. Um, turkeys leak when you shoot them in the face, so <laughs> I'm not getting that all over my good my vest material that's being contained into that um, uh, rayon polyester bag. It's a it's a good material and keeps everything where it needs to be. And it also it's kind of shrink wraps your turkey. It's kind of weird, right? Because uh, as soon as you put them in that game bag, it it it, it neatly packs it out for you. So uh, I thought that was. A hack for this vest. So mm. I'm, I like the seat on it, but I am a chair. I like the turkey chairs that you can buy from like Bass Pro and stuff. Mm. And they sit real low to the ground. They're super comfortable. I mean, you're, I'm guaranteed a great nap in the turkey with that thing. But I always have issues with like the straps popping on them. Yep. So I now, instead of sticking my harvest in the back, I'll st- or on the way to the turkey with, I'll stick my chair in the part where you can stick your turkey your harvest yep. and carry it to the woods with me. And it is, it works perfect for that too. So I actually took, I like took some of my old vests. Cause I mean, if, you, if you've been at this long enough, you start to have a collection of vests along with all your extras, right? Your calls. I took one of my old vests and converted it into a, um, a rainy day deer setup. So if I didn't want to bring oh. my deer pack out and all my good stuff, I could still go out in drizzly weather. Like that's, you know, that's when bucks are cruising during the rut. It's a great, you know, cold drizzly morning. You, like, you want to be out in those mornings, but you don't want your, your good gear getting tore up or getting all wet and having to wait 24, 48 hours, descent it, dry it all down. So I was like, I'm just going to convert one of my old turkey vests into a, a rainy day deer situation and worked phenomenal. And I had a seat already built in. Um, so you know, versatile, great tools to have. And, uh, you know, the, the nomad is, has definitely improved on, on the Turkey vest over the, over the years. It's they're great pieces of equipment to have. And we got some mo- few more items here. Um, relevant scout sunglasses for you fishermen. Yeah. They, so Game changer in the woods. I have not personally uh, been able to uh, put these on my face and see the the greatness of them. I know other people have, have enjoyed them. You guys have any experience with these glasses? Any recommendations? Yeah, I do. Actually, I, I did a review on them like two years ago. Um, and I, I met the owner at convention two years ago, and he actually had a really cool booth set up where um, he had – where you wear the glasses and it shows how like oh, when a turkey looks at you he can see the white on your face mm-hmm. he can see like the glare oh. from the sun so the the sunglasses are made to prevent the glare or the the rays that your face puts off i'm i'm assuming that's what it is and it it helps to hide yourself i guess from you know does it also have like like a uv filter like like fishing glasses Mm, multi-purpose. multi-purpose. Yeah. Oh, I was just getting ready to ask, are these good eye pro for the range as well? I'm click you on hope so. so. Well, I, I, <laughs> I know they had a, uh, a line of 
of range eye pro so i just want to be sure so now conceal your eye movement and enhance your vision uh, patented uv absorbing technology yeah they absorb the uv light um but he had this really cool setup where you could actually see it working it was, mm. it was insane i just love that like I think it's so cool about turkeys that they can see your eye movement and like bust you just by looking at your eyes. Like they're, they're it's like straight up predator stuff right there. It's terribly frustrating. <laughs> I mean, that would be a, that would be a fun bit of advice in like in any other situation in life that would just confuse people. Be like, don't move your eyes because they can see you. Oh my god! I actually found myself on their website. The picture I used for my for the review. Is You're famous. Well, there you go. Oh, there you go. So first hand account uh, from Gabby Bates there. So you can take that to the bank. You can use these as a stocking stuffer, but if your stocker stocking stuffing with those, I want to be your friend. <laughs> That's great. Uh, up next is our Tacticam POV camera. Um, again, great stocking stuff for size. Uh, maybe the MSRP is more akin to this is your big present, uh, but a fun present nonetheless. And obviously over the last uh, decade and a half, I mean, the ability for people to record their memories and all that is just, it's, it's fun to be able to see the hunts and, and, and have that option. And these things are so versatile, uh, mounting to, to bow setups, to your shotgun, Oh, you can use them in trees. I see people get it. Just when you think you've got it all figured out, some, some kid on YouTubers using these things in a crazy creative way. And, um, you know, for us content junkies, you know, I love them. I think they're great. And it's just neat to be able to share, uh, all sorts of experiences from Tacticam and they're a damn good supporter of, uh, of what we're doing, uh, here at the Federation. You guys got any of these on your rigs? Yeah, actually I have a Tacticam. Um, I turkey hunted with it years ago. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was really cool just being able to go back and, and look at your hunt. Um, it's a whole different perspective when you when you're able to review and see, you know, and see your hunt from from that side. So um, I, I really enjoyed it. I definitely would recommend getting a Tacticam. Easeability of use? Oh, yeah. Very easy. I mean, comes with instructions. Very easy to assemble to your gun. Um, like I said, I had no complaints with mine. I really enjoyed using my Tacticam and would recommend it to anyone who, mm. who is an avid turkey hunter wants to see those awesome kill shots. I've seen a lot of them on dove setups recently, the last couple of years. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty neat. It's just, just fun footage. Yeah. Tacticam Ultimate Hunter Package. So it's coming with an SD card, all the different mounts. So that's that's a pretty complete kit. SD card, that's like an essential item. <laughs> you get like a get like a 15 gig SD card and you're like, why can I only record 30 minutes of footage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. Up next, this uh I think out of the entire list here, if I'm recommending anything for a turkey hunter. Uh, this this red dot uh, vortex specifically uh, the crossfire uh, the red dot revolution has taken the leo tactical space by storm um, and it's certainly worked its way into the hunting space 
uh, we, we're featuring, like I said, the Vortex Crossfire here. Any red dot, uh, you're you're introducing kids uh, for the first time, uh, adult onset hunters. That's our, our, our favorite new term right now. Uh, the level of confidence that you can build by simply adding a good red dot uh, onto a, onto your turkey rig is it's worth its weight in gold and, and more. Um, and I, and I speak from experience watching my eight year old who, uh, let's face it. If you get to meet me at convention and you see me on the sh- uh, show floor, I'm not the tallest fella, uh, nor is my kid, uh, at eight years old, his <laughs> limbs are very T-Rexy. Uh, so it's hard for him to muckle <laughs> down on that, that 20 gauge. Um, but, uh, letting him go to the range and, and run through, scenarios with that red dot builds that confidence and he doesn't have to necessarily get a great cheek weld, you know, and even though we're going through iterations and then practicing good fundamentals of, of, of shooting, um, he's able to come off that stock and just shoot with confidence. And I watched my boy lay, lay two birds on the ground here in New Hampshire this year with, you know, uh, there were, there was trepidation the year before this year, forget it. He was like, he owned it. He knew exactly what was going down, handled the whole business on his own. And it's a, uh, it's a confidence booster and it's also, you know, another way to ensure a good ethical, fast, clean kill on these animals. And that's ultimately we're out here. You guys, what's your opinion on the red dot, red dot revolution in, in, in turkey hunting? I have one on my Benelli M2 and I love it. And it, I, but it's not the Vortex, um, but, you know, it came with my gun and, and I had never used a red dot before. I had always just used the bead and it completely changed my turkey hunting game. I mean, I was decent with the bead, but now it it made me, like you said, way more confident with my shot, Um, especially if I want to shoot a little bit further. Um, And then the TSS loads just add a whole nother level to it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I love my red dot scope. Um, And the battery on mine seems to last forever. I know I had left my, left it on for like a long time. And I was like, shoot, my, my battery's going to be dead. My red dot's going to be dead the next day when I go hunting in the morning. And it was actually fine. So. Um, I, I love mine. It does provide that extra boost of confidence. Yeah. That confidence boost is really big. Like if you can't trust your gear that, you know, that's running through your mind, like the whole time you're hunting and can make you make stupid decisions or Mm. make you hesitate and then lose an opportunity or, you know, any of those kind of things, like you gotta have total confidence in your gear when you're hunting, it's just, it's way better for you. It's better for the animals. Like, you know, it's super easy to decide into like super easy. Yeah, I I'll tell you the God's honest truth, especially when we're talking about TS load, TSS loads and any loads for that matter, being at a premium, uh, given the world situation right now, I got a, uh, 12 and 20 gauge boresight laser to go right in the, the chamber there. I dialed it into that spent a, a couple loads just to ensure that that bore slider was on. Uh, there's another great gift you can add. You could accompany this too. And those are heck you can get them for well under 20 bucks on Amazon and then you smile and then find NWTF when you're doing that on Amazon. Um, they make your dollar go further, but um, yeah, a laser bore slider. And then with this coupled, Holy smokes. I mean, you'll save yourself a whole bunch of money and time and then you can go out, put a few, um, you know, rounds down range, a few loads at different, your different ranges um, and really get dialed in for cheap. So I don't see that this specific one has like a motion activated technology. I I use a different brand uh, that does. So, you know, this one features a 50,000 battery, 50,000 hour battery life. Uh, 
Some of these other ones, the battery goes off after two minutes of inactivity, right? Which further uh, stretches that. Uh, obviously, at the beginning of your season, you're going to want to check your gear, make sure everything's such. And I would even go with a step further. Those C batteries are cheap enough. Put a new battery in so you know you're you're good all the way through. Uh, your definitely your spring season. If you're a fall hunter, uh, they probably work well as well. But uh, yeah, if you got one with that motion activated tech, that's that's even even sweeter because you just there's no touching. You just pull right up and go, and you know you're on. I think the only thing you got to worry about adjusting is the intensity of those those red dots. Uh, lower light, you know, obviously you don't want a big bright dot, and but you getting towards that 12 o'clock hour, everything starts bleaching out. You need that big dot. But uh, yeah, fantastic piece of tech, and I would recommend it for everybody at every level of uh, what they're doing. And some of those, like you were saying, Gabby, with the TSS load, you're, you're reaching out and touching further distances. Uh, they have after mag, aftermarket uh, magnifiers uh, that can flip in and out of the way. So if you're, if your hunt situation is getting you beyond 40 yards and you need like a three power, you can flip it into space. Most of them operate off a 1913 Picatinny rail setup, So you can just drop them right on a couple twists, um, if it's going to be your permanent setup, I would definitely, you know, get you some good torque wrenches and get the torque specs on that so they don't come loose on you. Red dots specifically, but that that magnifier, probably not so much. It's just giving you that extra, but it's a nice another add on to that setup. Uh, I, red dots. I love them. Uh, the last item we have on our list, and I know we've supplemented this with a couple extras, the meat eater holiday bundle. The meter. Oh, the meter. Ha <laughs> I've been seeing these everywhere. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, The meter. Thank you for for getting me on that. These are these are cool, man. Uh, I didn't pull the trigger on them around Thanksgiving. I'm kind of wishing I did. Uh, Wi-Fi technology. You can put that probe right in the whatever you're cooking, your turkey, your venison. And uh, you never have to go outside, I guess, other than to to pick it off the, the grill. Yeah, for you, people that are smoking too, like that's that's a great thing to have because, I mean, I've I've messed up some large batches of smoked sausage because uh, I didn't pay yeah. attention to them, and you come out and you you got grease dripping and the flames are shooting up, and you're like, oh crap! Like I just messed up ten pounds of sausage, and having some sort of a, a more reliable thermometer in there is helps a lot. It's amazing the tech that's come along. I mean, heck, even from the smokers themselves, Traegers, Rec Tech, whoever. Um, it tripped me out when I when I got my Traeger and it had its own Wi-Fi signal. I said, what the hell is this? And just the, <laughs> the capabilities of, you know, I for me, it's a social event. You know, like Gabby, you said earlier, we were talking about the cooler and having a cooler beers. Like when I'm smoking or I'm a barbecue, I, I like to have a cold drink in my hand or depending on the time of year, uh, maybe a warmer adult beverage. But I like standing out and being in that that atmosphere i like the smell of the rolling smoke or the 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 wood briquettes and all that so but still even so like you can't screw it up like you can literally dial everything in to where you need to be on your smoke settings you're seeing that internal temp which ultimately comes to a, a good a good smoke or cook uh and a safety as well so some stuff you yep. know if you are down in in texas or whatever killing wild boar i don't think i want that on the rare side myself um <laughs> same thing with your poultry so these or are phenomenal. This one is listed, this bundle at about a buck fifty, but I've seen the meter uh by itself on their website for I think under seventy or seventy-five dollars. So um yeah, really cool cooking tech. 
Yeah, especially, you know, guys that want to, you know, go go with old school smokers, you know, don't want to do the electric smoker if they've oh, got, God. you know, a big charcoal smoker or even just, you know, a wood barrel smoke, you know, whatever you're running, you know. You can modernize it. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that, man. I, I certainly don't think it's cheating either. I'd rather not, like you said, spoil a batch of whatever uh, because of some foolish pride. Like, I'm going to do this the old fashioned way, whatever. <laughs> if you got that dialed in, good for you. But, you know, working folks, we just we want to dial it in, get it right and, and eat what and eat like king. So let's not uh, let's not waste it. But that is that is our holiday gift guide that we have there. Um, I think we have one more that we may have missed, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. Go ahead. NWTF membership. Yes. Well, well played. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. You're supporting conservation, supporting the wild turkey. And you get some perks with it, too. Membership That's goes a long way. way. And I think we started off by saying 86 cents on every dollar. Uh, that goes uh, that comes into our organization goes back into the dirt, and that's that's a huge deliverable, man. Um, we're all wearing multiple hats uh, by choice because we we're able to put so much uh, back into the resource. Um, so so certainly no complaints on this side of the microphone, um, or from the other two as well. I mean, it's enthusiastically show up every day and do this so we can have those kind of numbers and those kind of stats. So, yeah. Awesome stocking stuffer. Um, you know, however you want to present it, but uh you can go to Nashville for free, right? If you show up, I mean you get on the sports show, you don't we're not gonna pay for it with a $35 membership, but uh, you know, that's part of one of the perks is free entry uh to the the convention and sports show. You're gonna get a beautiful new uh bi-monthly book, the redesigned Turkey Call magazine. Um, just whole bunch of cool stuff and it's and it's easy it's you know if you can't figure out for the person in your life and you're always getting them a gift card to amazon get them a gift card to nwtf um get them a membership and we do have gift cards as well on the econ site so you can go on there and uh get a gift card as well if you're not sure um all great convention pricing say it again is that convention pricing is is in and of itself worth it i mean like Like, if you go to most conventions it's 70 80 dollars for a ticket to get in you know and you got to pay for parking like all of that you know that adds up like i you know if you want to go to a chiefs game in in kansas city you know it is it's not 35 dollars <laughs> you know i'll say that like that's a that's a fantastic you know perk so as we wrap this holiday special up, we, we gave you the suggestions here, the article that's on the, the website. Um, what wouldn't you give? What would you not recommend giving the hunter, specifically the turkey hunter in your life, um, and maybe save people a couple bucks? I, I like Google this, and I like, I guess it's me just not being really creative today or something, but I cannot figure out what I would not give the hunter on my list or the turkey hunter on my list i don't i mean i i would say it's like you know if they if they put a specific brand of something on their list don't go with like a different you know brand or something you found at a, at a garage sale unless you know it's like legit because like i've we're quirky, right? I'm a big, that way, we're very specific about what we like. 
it's so I feel so bad because like every time I write a Christmas list, I'm like, oh, God, like I'm going to I'm asking for like freaking some like tanning chemicals and like, you know, you'd be like, well, I want this specific type of shotgun shell. And they're like, what are you talking about? And like or, you know, like my grandma is like a is a garage sale fiend. And so it's like inevitably you get some wacky thing, you know, from from some guy's garage that you just like, like when I was a kid, she, you know, we're like Christmas and it's like everything, you know, we're getting some cool gifts. We're like, Oh, cool. And like open one of grandma's gifts. And they're these like battery operated, um, radio headphones with, uh, antennas on both ends. And they're like painted the colors of like a mid nineties sea And this is in like the mid two thousands when like MP3 players are like super cool. We're like, Oh God, thank you, grandma. Okay. <laughs> and just like whatever the hunting equivalent of that is, you know, just don't do that. <laughs> like a used, a used pair of waders from a garage. So. Oh yeah. Probably have holes in them. You're probably going to sink. You're probably going to get hypothermia i do not buy <laughs> waiters from a garage sale used waiters that's a that's a roll of the dice <laughs> get a lot of butt sweat it's accumulated in that we interrupt this audio program for fred to use the restroom we will be back shortly or do you can play some elevator music here we go God, on my headphones. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Do not cut this part. <laughs> We're leaving this part in it. <laughs> We're rolling. We're still We're rolling. rolling with it. <laughs> I see the record button on the top left. I'm kind of nervous as, as to what Fred's going to bring for the gift you do not give the hunter on your list. Mm. I think he's got something up his sleeve. Camo yoga pants? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> for, your, for, your, for your uncle or someone? Here you go. Got an XL. I know you're a little big. (laughs) (laughs) Hello again, listeners. We uninterrupt this podcast for the return of Fred Bird. There's a problem when you drink too much water. Like eventually it rears its head during these podcasts. You want to play some elevator music with this guitar? Oh, nice. Performance. It was was a blast. Sweet. So the gift I see, and it pops up every now and again, and especially if I'm looking for uh, turkey hunting gear on on Amazon or some weird site, somebody at some point, and someone will definitely tell me who made it, had turkey scent. Oh, Folks, this is not a real thing. <laughs> Do not find some vintage turkey scent in a bottle. Uh, it's not real. Don't go putting it in a dust bowl like a deer scrape. It's uh, it's it's going to waste your money. So save save the resources and uh, it's better to spend your money elsewhere other than turkey scent. It's not a it's not a thing.
So you're telling me that if if I save my my cracklings from my Thanksgiving turkey and rub it on my body, that will not give me an advantage. It's a uh, 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 hen and hen and estrus scent. Oh wow! Not a thing. <laughs> hen and estrus. It's a funny gag, but uh, people get burnt, man. And there's some people that just want to get into it and get an edge. And spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Thousand. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's our gift guide, our gift do's and don'ts. I'm sure I'm gonna think of a whole bunch of don'ts. If we're asking for three inch, don't give us two, two and three quarters. There's a reason we're asking mm. for three inch shells. Oh, um, what's the, what's the fun saying? I got buddies that say it. If I uh, why don't why don't why aren't you shooting fours? Or why are you shooting three and a half? Because they don't make fours, right? And I said, like, oh my gosh. I, I, I did that terrible. That was the horrible delivery. <laughs> but um, man, I, I'm glad we got to do this. I appreciate you guys carving the time out. And uh, I hope this helps some folks narrow it down. Uh, your ability to get stuff on time, to be under the tree is, is fast approaching. So uh this is airing on the 9th of december so i'd say from this airing you probably got yourself uh, about another week to guarantee shipping on most things so i'd, I'd get after it and uh yep. or go to some brick and mortar that's still a thing they still exist so what yeah what don't give people a tracking number for christmas <laughs> yeah. like going to stores christmas shopping i think it just kind of adds to the the whole holiday cheer <laughs> yeah i'm i'm gonna disagree with you on that i <laughs> oh. <laughs> i love internet shopping i <laughs> i went out the other day uh with my wife uh and and the kids to do some some family christmas shopping and uh i was like yeah i, I thought i was gonna get in the spirit and it's, it's done nothing but uh turn me into the grinch so i'm gonna go back up onto my mountain and sneer down at the who's <laughs> I remember getting to like the Sears catalog and like we would circle. It was Sears and there was JCPenney mm-hmm. and then of course the big Bass Pro. They used to put that hardcover out. Remember that? Yeah, I actually a hardcover. It was a damn textbook, man. Yeah. Woo. They're like this thick. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Um, but I remember going and circling the items I wanted. That was before you could order stuff online. That's breakfast reading for the rest of the year. Yes. Just anytime you're eating a meal. So what do we got going on organizationally? Normally I, I get to do this in the out, but um, I don't have to do that. I can do this all right here. Today, as this is airing, um, is the last day to get involved in our, our virtual uh, Wild Turkey Christmas. Uh, so if there is anything available there, go on and uh, get your raffle tickets or get involved with it. South Carolina Rendezvous. I know they're they have a limited amount of tickets for a Harley Davidson. So if you're looking to win a Harley, you can get in on that. Uh, our free shipping promo on the uh, ecom site, the shopnwtf.org site, runs out on the 17th. So you got about another week left on that, as well as the shipping. We got anything else going on? We got a promo for the folks. Gabby. Um, no, I think you kind of like hit, you you mentioned all of them. I think we got we them all right now. 
I mean, you mentioned the hunt stand, the the Cyber Monday, the Black Friday deals that are still going on, mm-hmm. um, the Harley Davidson membership drive that's going on right now. Uh, all I can do is recommend that you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, baby. <laughs> subscribe to Turkey Call All Access. Yeah, subscribe, rate where available. We appreciate it. Five star ratings help us move up the charts in the demo. Um, and I think we're competing pretty well. We just gotta get more people on board. And I look at the I look at the numbers, and we are worldwide. So that's pretty neat. Uh, big ups to Ireland. How are y'all doing? <laughs> hey, <laughs> um, as, as well as um, South e- Southeast Asia. Go figure. So sweet. Uh, Why not? I hope y'all are doing well on the other side of the world. If you have turkeys, I want to know about it. Write to us. We will come hunt them. That's uh, that's gonna be it uh, on those uh, hunt stand. And Onyx promos, again, from this airing, you got another day. Those will expire on the 10th of December. That is Friday. So uh, if those are still available, take advantage of that. Uh, and then you'll get your free shipping as well. So everything is is coming up daisies on the old e-com. Uh, that's it, guys. So uh, hope you all enjoyed this holiday gift guide. Our off week uh, publishing here. New episode uh, next Thursday uh, with a new guest, and uh, we're heading into the Christmas season. Uh, Headquarters, NWTF, uh, will be shut down. Gabby, what's the dates on that? So if you're needing anything and you're getting a voice message, there's a reason for it. Um, so next week's, I think our last week, our last day would be the 17th. There you go. So if you have needs, if you have membership needs or you need some help, get those requests in uh, by the 17th. Uh, otherwise, we will see you in 2022. Can you believe that's a thing? Uh, and then we'll see you in Nashville. You can start registering for tickets. Get your book, uh, book your hotel rooms, uh, our silent auctions are live so ladies hunt and grand national silent auctions are live so you can go on there uh you can start browsing you can start bidding and uh you can do that all through the christmas break and then we will like i said we'll see you in nashville i don't think registration is opened yet but it opens very very soon oh i might have jumped the gun on that i a lot of conversations going on it's coming and y'all will know about it uh, as soon as it does but i know you can book your rooms uh and you can you can start uh window shopping on the the silent auction so that's it if uh we don't hear from you until the next time merry christmas happy new year hope your holidays are blessed with family friends and if you're able to get out in the the field and you still got a season going on get out there fill them tags be kind to each other love each other and uh we'll see you in nashville gilbert gabby thanks so much for your time it's been a pleasure all right guys happy uh happy new year merry christmas we'll see you soon (laughs) 